0: Fortnite, Epic Games, Epic Games sues Apple. What happened? This is a cool story. Okay, so what I think we're going to do first is I'm going to lead you through a timeline of my understanding of the events because I think it's important. Then we're going to go point by point to see what this is really about. And finally, I'm going to tell you what I think this is really about, which is the thing that I've seen everything missing. So you got to listen to the whole thing if you want to see that part of it, because I think I'm going to tell that at the end because it relies on the context of all the other stuff that's happening. So let's begin. Basically, what happened was Fortnite, which we're going to refer to as Epic Games, has been at odds with Apple and Android for a while because of a 30%... Basically, it's a tax, but it's basically uh, 30%, percent we could just call it a tax, on every... Uh, transaction in the store, which equates to an incredible amount of money. It's an insane amount of money, actually. And it's the same across Android as it is Google. So Epic Games has been trying to find ways around it. So finally, Epic Games actually did a thing in their app, in the Fortnite app, where they allowed you to go Bypass the Apple, um. the the iOS store. So so Epic bypasses iOS store within app purchasing ability, right? And so Apple does the next thing and goes, okay, well we're banning you, right? So Apple bans them from the store. So Apple bans from store. Within the same day, I think even the same hour actually, Epic. Files a lawsuit. So already we should we should know that there's a lot going on here, okay? Files a lawsuit towards Apple. Okay. So this is pretty much the um, timeline of events that's important right now. There's other things that have happened since then. Uh, for example, I believe Epic also filed a lawsuit against Google. I believe that's right. Um, but here's the thing, right? Does anyone think that this whole thing got written... In the couple of hours between the time that Apple banned them from the store to the point where (laughs) (laughs) obviously not, right? So Fortnite knew, Epic Games knew from the very beginning that they were going to do this. This This is a pretty obvious thing. So this is... Epic pretty much did what we call walking them into a lawsuit, which means that they intended to do this lawsuit um, from the beginning. And the real big question is as to why they intended to do this lawsuit. So ostensibly, it may seem like they tried to do this lawsuit because they um, wanted Apple and Google to stop taking 30% of their income. But as we look at the reason for this, it became more interesting. Let's take a look. So the first place we'll start is, I think we'll start on, uh, I'm going to search for unlawful restraints. Okay. And here we're going to see what the case concerns. So let's read this. The case concerns Apple's use of ser- of a series of anti-competitive restraints, monopolistic, uh, monopolistic practices in the market, distribution of software apps, users of mobile computing devices like smartphones and tablets, and the process of consumer payments. So... Apple imposes unreasonable and unlawful restraints to completely monopolize both markets and prevent software developers from reaching over 1 billion users of its mobile devices unless they go through a single store controlled by Apple the App Store where Apple exacts an oppressive 30% tax on every sale of uh, on the sale of every single app. So the case that and we're going to see this happen right the case that is about what Apple is doing. It's not about Epic wanting any kind of special treatment. And um, they actually specify this in another section. Let's search injuries suffered. Yeah. Check this out. This is where the case starts to get really interesting. Epic brings the suit to end Apple's unfair and anti-competitive actions that Apple undertakes to unlawfully maintain its monopoly in two distinct multi-billion dollar markets. Epic is not seeking monetary compensation from this court for the injuries it has suffered. Nor is Epic seeking favorable treatment for itself, a single company. Instead, Epic is seeking injunctive relief to allow fair competition in these two key markets. So what Epic is doing is Epic is taking it straight to Apple. Epic is just saying, look, we don't even want any kind of money from Apple We just want to take down the monopoly, which from the outside sounds really good, right? Just sounds like Epic is just kind of trying to eliminate Big Apple so that developers get their fair share. And we've seen through the Epic Epic store that Epic as a game store is offering a percentage that comparative to Steam is very reasonable to be on their store. I forget the exact numbers. I talked about it in an earlier video, something like that. But underline that because we're going to come back to it later. But until then, let's uh, keep going. So the next really interesting thing, right, is um, the timeline. So we're going to look for the keyword direct payment option. And it shows that... Epic is trying to set themselves up here. This is the justification for the case. This is the point where they allow a direct payment that they know is going to get them banned from the Apple store. So they're saying, okay, we're going to offer a lower price via the app where you can pay us directly, which is forbidden by Apple's terms of service. So here's how they word it, though. Let's check it out, right? Epic added a direct payment option to Fortnite giving players the option to continue making purchases using Apple's pr- processor or Epic's direct payment system on the iOS for the first time Fortnite users had a competitive alternative to Apple's payment solution which in turn enabled Epic to pass along its cost savings by offering users 20% reduction in app so the way that they're painting this is so genius because what they're what they're showing is they're actually I love this right they're actually making it seem like they're benefiting the consumer because they're passing along the savings to someone that's going ch- to charge less. So this is a really, really smart move, and I just wanted to shout that out. The, the, um, the big thing that they're not, um, uh, back to the whole um, injunctive relief, right? Unlawful practices, what we searched for before. Epic seeks injunctive relief in court to end Apple's unreasonable and unlawful practices. Apple's conduct has caused harm and continues to cause Epic financial harm, but as noted above, Epic is not bringing this case to recover these damages. Epic is not seeking any monetary damages. Epic seeks to end Apple's dominance over key technology markets. Open up the space for progress and ingenuity. Underwind. We're going to go back to that later. And ensure that Apple mobile devices are open to the same competition as Apple's personal computers. Epic respectfully requests this court to enjoin Apple from continuing to impose anti-competitive restrictions on the iOS ecosystem. Ensure that 2020 is not like 1984. Bam. Then Epic dropped the biggest dab that anyone's ever seen and brought down the whole house. Insane, right? But we're going to see how this all comes together as I keep explaining this. So... Uh, Another important note is, like, I'm not a lawyer, dude. I'm just a dude that wrote the document, right? But I can kind of point out a lot of the um, very obvious things that make this interesting. So let's take a look at the way they structured electronic payment processing, I think we want. Yeah. So um, in this section, they show how... The cost of alternative electronic payment processing tools Apple does not permit to be used can be one-tenth of the cost of an in-app purchase. So they show that compared to 30%, right, PayPal will charge you 2.9, Stripe will charge you 2.9, Square, these are all like leading competitors, right? So basically, Epic is saying, if you just allow these payment processes on on here, you're going to um, be able to justify, um, and it's going to make sense, right? A lot of conversation going on about um, them being a monopoly. So they they pretty repeatedly re- refer to uh, even I think they they bring out George Orwell in here. They're just busting out right here. The fledgling Apple Community Company in 1984 released the Macintosh, the first mass-market, consumer-friendly home computer. The product launched with announcing a breathtaking advertisement evoking George Orwell's 1984 that cast Apple as a beneficial revolutionary force, breaking IBM's monopoly. Apple's founder, Steve Jobs, introduced the first showing of the 1984 advertisement by explaining, It appears IBM wants it all. Apple is perceived to only be offering IBM a run for its money. Was George Orwell right about 1984? I just love this narrative that they've, cut, they've put for this case. It's so good. Fast forward to 2020, Apple has become what it once railed against the behemoth seeking to control markets, block competition, and stifle innovation. Apple is bigger, more powerful, more entrenched, and more pernicious than the monopolists of yesteryear. At a market cap of nearly $2 trillion, Apple's size and reach far exceeds that of any technology monopolist in history. <clears throat> so... Has anyone yet seen what my big secret tie-in is going to be? I wonder if anyone's seen it. So let's look at what Epic is doing. They are making a case against a monopoly, not a request for personal return on damages. They are... Attacking both... And by the way, the the, um, thing they filed to Google looks very similar. Apple and Google, the two biggest in-app stores, they're focusing on the predatory control that these companies have. Okay, so that's number one. Now, to complete the circuit... We need to look at what Epic has been doing as a company. And then it will all make sense. And my master plan will be complete. So what's Epic been doing lately? Well, Epic Games made Fortnite. Turns out Fortnite did pretty well. Okay, made them a lot of money. So what did Epic Games decide to do next? Epic Games decided to compete with Steam. And they made the Epic Game Store. The Epic Games Store, how have they competed with Steam. The Epic Games Store has competed with Steam by offering lower favorable rates to developers. In this lawsuit, they are criticizing several times Apple and Google's ability to charge 30% through the store and lock everybody out of their own devices, right? So my gigantic reveal here, it is my opinion that Epic Games intends to compete directly with Apple and Google by making a store for games themselves and by translating the Epic Games Store over and then using this legal action in order to offer favorable rates on their store as well as get the app on iOS and on Android by doing it. And the entire reason why they are doing this lawsuit is because they are going to try to break up the monopoly via government so that they can actually create a competitor. And that's why they're doing this. Everything adds up, right? It all, They let in this lawsuit. It was clear they were very prepared. They knew exactly what they were doing. They are going to build a app store that competes across the board with Apple and Google, period, right? It's their next step because Epic Games is trying to branch out from Fortnite and is trying to make a competitor there on Steam, and they're going to do this exactly the same way that they offered, um, that they did it through Steam and through breaking up the the uh, a huge percentage there, right? But the difference between doing it via Steam, the way they did it via Steam is they, they did a lot of different types of marketing because Steam isn't a, a monopoly locking things in by device, right? If you're on Windows, you don't have to use Steam. but on But on iOS and Android, you basically have to use the Play Stores; are the only ones that are actually featured. So, Fortnite has to go, a, or sorry, Epic Games has to go a different route in order to break this up. They know they need government support if they're going to make a competitor. And they know that getting into mobile is going to be one of the biggest ways that they can actually make any kind of discernible income. Because if you want to make any income in the gaming industry right now, you need to be in mobile. And if you really want to make money in the gaming industry, which Epic Games does, and they're showing that through the store, you're going to want to make your own app that features games at preferential rates. To do that, you've got to break up the Apple Google stuff. So that's what they're doing. They're going after it. Now, can they is another whole big question. These are trillion dollar companies, right? And they're going to fight tooth and nail to maintain exclusivity um, in terms of the Play Store and the iOS store on their devices. So I'm not smart enough of a legal goblin to be able to tell you if that is going to be able to happen. Government, especially if we're moving into a um a more democratic uh, uh, de- uh democratic run era um which which the, the poll suggest as of the the time of this talk um doesn't like big companies and doesn't and and it's pretty big on antitrust and it's pretty big on monopolies. It is possible and Congress has been having increasing meetings with everyone from Amazon to Apple to Google about how their behaviors are influencing the marketplace. Now that said, I still think that Congress and politicians as a whole are enormously behind in terms of how this stuff works. And you only need to watch like one of those congressional hearings on C-SPAN or something to get an idea very quickly that these people have no idea what they're talking about. And most of them don't even understand the questions that they're asking, that they were no doubt prepared by their staff, um, who are probably 25 to 30 year old interns who do know what they're talking about. So combined with that, there's a lot of money that is going to be speaking against um, having this kind of exclusivity get lifted. I really don't know what's going to happen. I think I understand why Epic Games is doing this. And I think Epic Games has correctly identified that if they want to be a massive company, they are going to need to expand beyond just making games, and they can't milk the Fortnite cow forever. So I think Epic Game Store on PC was their first very big move to start trying to compete directly against Steam and other gameplay. And you could also see this was happening with um. EA was doing their own thing. Ubisoft did one. Pretty much everybody is trying to like own games on their own platform. Epic Games is the first people to do this pretty successfully, and it was largely due to a huge marketing spend, paying people to be exclusive on their platform, offering free days like Subnautica you could download for free for like I think a week or something, where which then like gets people to be on their platform because we talked about this before that's one of the most important things that you can do as a app uh, as any kind of tech company is user acquisition if you get a user on your app or on your service that is then behaving in a regular way on that service they will then be using that service and spend money through it so just to get somebody to download the epic game store in order to install subnautica and play it gets them in the mindset of using it makes them more likely to enter their payment information makes them more likely to use that store I know that I did, right? And I'm sure a lot of you, maybe another one was the Metro series, right? There were a lot of those kind of like free weekends or things like that where you could download a game for free. So Epic has largely achieved their marketplace dominance, um, or I, I shouldn't say dominance, Steam is still largely dominant, but I said their marketplace relevance by offering these huge marketing spends in exchange for people coming on and then remaking, recouping that long-term value. In the same way, I think um, they're going to do this for, their strategy is to do this on iOS and 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 Android, but they can't because iOS and Android have a very fierce control over their um, over their uh, their platform. So the next logical thing to do is for Epic Games to go and they win in every single way, right? Because they get a huge amount of earned media. I don't think anybody's talked about that. The amount of earned media they're getting from this lawsuit is freaking massive. And Epic Games does this so well. Oh my God, they're so good at this. Epic Games has a way of like, whenever you forget about Epic Games for long enough, they do something like whatever it's, if it's the Travis Scott Fortnite event, if it's the black hole, something happens that makes you think about them again. They're very, very good at bringing you top of mind like um you forget about them for a while and you're like oh yeah yeah i don't really think about fortnite anymore and then bam they're right back in there and they just did that right the whole gaming industry is talking about this it's been trending for multiple days they're like everybody's talking about it epic games has a very very smart marketing division i think it's probably the, the one of the smartest marketing division divisions that i've ever seen they really do well to get you top of mind. So they're winning the media case here. They're winning the earned media and they're also positioning themselves to know, but does anybody that doesn't look into this as hard as we have, right? How are they gonna see this from a media standpoint, from a PR standpoint, right? Well, Big Apple and Big, Big Android are kicking people out of the marketplace. And poor old Epic, that was just trying to give its users a cheaper option than the store and try to co- compete, is not able to do it because Apple is holding all the cards, and so everybody is unhappy. The customer is unhappy because they they have to pay more money. The Epic is unhappy because, and the government is unhappy because of like of of, uh, of restrictive business practices. So Epic has positioned themselves perfectly. I mean, this was like a five-head like underwater galactic hungry hungry hippo's move to do this because they win the PR game, they win the media game, and then they also might win the case because if they go to if they go in with this, and they did a couple of other like really intelligent things in here, like um for example, by not making it about their own injunctive damages and by not requesting anything from the court, this whole case will move faster because it won't have to be them versus like us versus them. It'll just be the court deciding if these anti-competitive practices are actually going to be allowed. So it'll, it, it's still going to be relatively slow from a political standpoint, but it's not going to be a case like um, the phase case, right, which is still ongoing because like, it takes forever because it's like, a, a, like two parties versus each other. Because like Epic is just saying, hey, we don't want anything. We just want you to take a look at this. Now, of course, they're doing this because, and they're taking this fight because they know that to win this case means that they're a player in the marketplace. And now all of a sudden, they've got huge leverage. It's going to make them way more money than if they had requested damages. They know that. But this is what sets them up to pretty much have the highest chance of winning this. And then simultaneously jump in as a player to the marketplace. And I have no idea if they're gonna win. I don't. That's the part where like I can't help you. You got it. Like there's probably plenty of lawyers and plenty of people that can tell you about the court stuff. I'm not a lawyer, so all I can do is really understand. Like y- you come here for the marketing, right? And I'm telling you the psychology behind it. I'm telling you why they did this as a business. That's what I'm good at. I have no idea uh, if I, if they're gonna win or or what's gonna happen or when this is gonna parse out or anything. Um, I have my, I have like my suspicions or whatever, but they'd be unfounded, right? You'd want to go to like a good lawyer for that. Again, I'm going to refer you to Bryce Blum. I think that he has a very good take on this, and I'll link that um, below and also to you guys in a few minutes. But that is my view. I think that Epic Games is doing this pretty much exclusively because they want to transfer the Epic Games Store over. They, they, they are trying everything they can to get a leg up on Steam. And if they get become first mover into a place where the Epic Game Store is controlling a lot of the mobile market and is taking on that market share, they will be able to compete on an even basis with Steam. Because keep in mind, when they moved into the Steam uh, space, Steam already had like eighty or percent more of the market share, so they were competing from the um, from the beginning with Steam at a huge disadvantage. But on mobile if Steam introduces a store and Epic Games introduces a store, and you can bet that Epic has probably put some R&D into this for the last year, they are going to try to make, become first mover if the government opens this up and then they pop up on iOS and Android with equal to or relatively like, um, like, like same kind of like app installs and then bam, they're actually a contender and now they're competing with Steam and all everyone else is trying to build a store one-to-one and they're on even footing. That's what they want. Well, that's probably what they're going to do. I think it's a big brain move. I I've said before that Epic is one of the smartest companies in our space right now. They are very smart. They know exactly what they're doing, and they understand what they need to do to compete. So hopefully, this has been interesting. Um, I think it kind of like shows a real five head marketing strategy, and it also like simultaneously like leads you through the thinking of like a company and like how they might do things. So I don't know. I love this. I think it's. I think it's pretty cool. I have no idea if it's going to work, but I think it's. Uh, I think it's neat. So that's what I wanted to talk about. Do you think they can succeed where uh, Samsung and Amazon have failed to create alternatives to the Google Play Store? A large reason why they failed to create those alternatives is because of the practices that iOS and Android have to gate other contenders out of the marketplace. So. Epic understands that, and they're not even going to try. What they're going to do first is they're going to get the government to loosen those restrictions so that they can compete on an even playing field. Why is Gabe not doing this? Valve is notoriously slow-moving. They are very slow to develop. They are very slow to react. Fortnite knows this. Epic Games knows this. And that is why they want to compete on an even f- field with Steam. If Steam has to imp- implement a mobile store they're going to do so very slowly, whereas Epic is probably already prepared. So they don't want to compete just in the PC market. They want to compete in the mobile market, and they have a very good chance at doing so. I am sure Valve will probably get their store going eventually, but they don't really care, and they don't really have the staff like Epic does to move very quick on this. The phones will still come preloaded with the store. How could Epic Games compete with this? It depends on the policy change. What Epic is looking for is for the government to come in and say, you know what, this is bullshit. And maybe the government mandates that you need at least three apps installed on the store, or three store apps installed on every phone that gets released, right? That's very well a possibility. So there are a million different ways that, um, that uh, the government could rule to make this easier for Epic. Pretty much any even small win, even getting the government to think about this is a win for Epic. Do you think this could help cloud gaming platforms like Stadia that have been blocked from being put on the App Store? Yes, although I also think that Stadia is so far out. I think when we originally did our videos on it, we quoted like three or four years that um, it's not relevant right now. So let's say that the government does something like, okay, um, let's say that the government does something like, okay, guys, from now on, if you want to ship a phone with your store on it, you need to include at least two other stores. We're doing this because we don't believe your practices are competitive, and we want you to show your competition because um, by, by allowing other apps on at the same time. This is very easily something that they could do and there's no telling how policy changes to allow something like epic in all we know is that any change is good for epic epic hired the two biggest law firms in the u.s i saw they were committed to the issue of course they are yeah this is a this is a multi 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 million probably multi billion dollar issue for Epic Games and it will define the app industry and the, the, the mobile gaming and app industry for the future in a huge way, huge way. All right. If you like that, subscribe, follow, smash that bell icon. Do everything you got to do because uh I do these videos all the time and uh, I love doing them. I'd love you to come back and check it out again. Hopefully this is a good talk. All right. That's it. See you next time.